Teal Football Show. My name is Miles. Super Bowl 57. The Kansas City Chiefs are the 2022 NFL season champion. Defeating the Eagles. The number one seed matchups come through again. A back and forth game. Great plays on all sides for a neutral fan. This was fun. Uh, Both Pat Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. I mean, truly, they played like a game you would expect from the MVP and the runner-up MVP. They both played great. And I started this podcast around playoff football. My love for thrilling moments of just, there's so much grinding and rolling and smashing chaos that gets turned into legend, stories, NFL history. And it's all happening there in real time. And the results are in. The bets are tallied. The Gatorade for Andy Reid was purple. Chris Stapleton National Anthem, just under 205. Shout out to Dad, who was 6-4-6 on his player props in the preview. And he says (laughs) he would have gone all overs. He only went under on Miles Sanders so as to not go all overs. Ended up being a 6-for-6. Awesome stuff. He says it was all luck. But hey, take it. Uh, I like the Super Bowl. I like all the things we would I like football. I like all things football. And I like Super Bowl Day. You know, it's it's a fun, it's like where we gather around and watch sports and live music together. That doesn't happen very often anymore. It's sort of becoming a tribute to a time that is going away, you know, with the amounts of content and streaming and internet and our siloed experiences now. This is almost like a holiday for the way we used to do it with TV. Had a fun time. We went over to the uh, the family. Uh, Uncle Daryl had a great idea to buy ten dollar anytime touchdown tickets uh, from the local casino. Something that we could not do prior to this. It just became legal in Washington, I believe, this year. Um, and then we drew them out of the hat. So it's just a bunch of different players, ten dollar tickets uh, on anytime touchdowns, and that led to some fun. <laughs> You know, Jalen Hurts, the, <laughs> one of the kids got a Jalen Hurts, uh, and that was like the first drive. They're done. <laughs> they got their money. <laughs> Baby Luke won A.J. Brown. Olivia was the Hurts. Uh, Kelsey was in there. I, I cashed mine. I got Pacheco. So it also led to some fun bad beats. Uh, I think it was I think it was Troy who had Devonta Smith, who anytime touchdown Devonta Smith ticket uh, owners will be just sick about that wide open pass late in the fourth quarter. He catches it and steps out of bounds at the two. Or as Troy said, thankfully not the one. That would have been embarrassing. And of course, my poor wife Kathleen, who had a Jarek McKinnon anytime touchdown bet. She had that ticket as he slides to the one to waste the clock for a field goal instead of scoring the touchdown. The right strategic play. I think we're all a little bummed about it. Like, uh, just kind of all just have to begrudgingly admit. First of all, it would have been fun to see him score the touchdown, celebrate. They're going up. It would have been fun to see Jalen Hurts try to match that and get that touchdown. Um, but it was, it was the right thing to do 
within the confines of the rules for the from the Kansas City Chiefs perspective. Um, and shout out to to my aunt Pam who uh, needed a Mahomes rushing TD. <laughs> and so while all the rest of us are shouting at Mahomes to get down and not get hurt again because he did re-injure that ankle here at the end of the first half, Aunt Pam is shouting, "Keep going!" It's just good fun. Good fun. This was Super Bowl Sunday supposed to be about. Um, you know, I always think of my mom at this time, just because you know you kind of time travel. Second half of a suit of a close Super Bowl, you're kind of, you know, you're you're time traveled to to watching the Cowboys and Bills in the early '90s, and the Packers and Broncos in the late '90s, and all the different Patriots games and all the the upsets, and, and you know, you can it's time travel. That's really what it is. So, pretty cool. Um, this game was competitive, down to the wire, as I said. Uh, second in a row that we've had that was a good game. Um, Bengals and Rams. I guess Bengals and Rams had a good ending, but what what I forgot because I was kind of revisiting the Super Bowl Fifty Six prior to this. What I forgot is like Burrow and Stafford really were hampered at the end of that game. Their own injuries as well as just as just their weapons were not uh, performing. Burrow's offensive line, Stafford's receivers uh, outside of Cooper Cup. There were seven punts in a row <laughs> before the Cooper Cup drive. Um, this one was not like that. This one had three huge touchdowns in the fourth quarter, uh, big drives by Mahomes, big drives by Hertz, wild swings, huge defensive plays, special teams plays, all sorts of stuff. Similar to Super Bowl 56, though, well, of course, all we're talking about tonight is a controversial penalty. And I do feel, I guess, to I'll talk about it more as we go through the game, but to rip the Band-Aid off on it, I don't feel like this is the worst call in the world. So it was about third and eight, late in the fourth. The Chiefs are in the red zone. They appear to throw an incomplete pass to Juju Smith-Schuster uh, in the, in the uh, back of the end zone there. Holding on James Bradbury, the corner for the Eagles. And the broadcast is just talking about how it wasn't really a hold. Now, I think the actual hold was not shown on the broadcast. It was like they where they paused it was not what was called. And they just could not <laughs> get that. Um, but the hold that had come, it just, I don't know. I wouldn't have called it. Uh, we'll talk about it more. It's not worse than Logan Wilson hold on Cooper Cup last year. The Chiefs deserve this win. The call should not mar it. Um, so, yeah, let's just start going through the game here. The first half, you know, a lot of good commercials. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, shout out to the Tubio commercial that had a very realistic simulation of someone switching your programming to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And we're all looking around, who's got the remote? Who's got the remote? <laughs> um, Erica from Stranger Things appeared to yell at Will Ferrell, say he's not really dusty. Um you know, check out my Stranger Things podcast with my wife. Now that uh, Muckle 2 football show is winding down, I can go back to my Stranger Still podcast at Stranger Still 22 on Twitter. Uh, let's start first half. Started off great. Chiefs and Eagles both scored touchdowns on their opening drive. Jalen Hurts looking pretty sharp, finding Devonta Smith. Eagles are running up the gut. Boston Scott's out there. Uh, the offense is just smooth. Man, I just love their motto of never run into a bad look. The RPOs, they got that first touchdown with the famous uh, double cheek push, the quarterback, the rugby style sneak. Uh, there must Jordan Mailata must have be something. This is really rugby. 
he must be a driving force behind this, but the Eagles offensive line, (laughs) Jason Kelsey, Dickerson, Samolo, they get so low. I don't know that other teams can implement this. Um, It appears to be unstoppable. You know, (laughs) we got all the stats. It was a 29 for 33 this season, I believe, was was the success rate. Today was six for six. So if they did 33 all season, and I didn't really double check those numbers, but they ran it six times today that I counted. All at crucial times. The first touchdown, as we're talking about, there was a third and one in the early second. There's a third and one in the late second. There's a fourth and one in the third quarter. And then there were two of these, these rugby double cheek push QB sneaks that the Eagles do uh, on the final drive, on the game tying final drive. So they really used it. And it was a huge part of their ability to score 35 points today. Um, but this, some people are saying this may be the last we see of that. The rule, there may be some formation rules in place to outlaw that. So if this was the last ride for the Jalen Hurts outlaw sneak, then it had a great last hurrah. Six for six in the Super Bowl, including the first touchdown. And the Chiefs came back and scored. <laughs> We're like, oh, okay, there's Pat Mahomes gets Kelsey his 15th or 16th career playoff touchdown and over the shoulder fade. We're seven to seven. What a great start to this game. Um, the second quarter started really great as well. Hurts, uh, I think it was the very first play of the second quarter. Jalen Hurts to AJ Brown bombed down there 45 yards. You know, looked to me like maybe McDuffie misplayed that ball and it wasn't exactly a great throw by Hertz, but hey, AJ Brown didn't misplay that ball. Titans fans, sorry about your bad luck. Crying into their Chantilly lace pillows as AJ Brown gets a big Super Bowl touchdown. 96 yards in this game. Hey, Devonta Smith's 100 yards. It's a good passing day for the Eagles. And then, how did it get to 14 14? Was that. That was the Chiefs' defensive touchdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they actually lined up for the un- the Eagles, got the ball back. They lined up for this unstoppable QB sneak that I've been talking about. Well, apparently it's stoppable by one thing, a false start by the Eagles. Put them at a fourth and six, or a third and six, sorry. And that's when Hertz tried to run the ball as a QB draw. The ball gets knocked loose. Nick Bolton, Chiefs linebacker, defensive touchdown. It's 14 to 14. In the second quarter, Nick Bolton had a good game. Linebacker for the Chiefs, Willie Gay, had a good game. I mean, it's not quite, you know, 1969 Bobby Bell and Willie Lanier out there, but uh, they are an underrated linebacker duo. The story at halftime was Eagles' time of possession versus Chiefs' time of possession. But with this defensive touchdown, you know, it's like it's always too small of a sample. If there's a defensive touchdown, the team that gave up the defensive touchdown is going to have a good, a, like an even better time of possession. So I do think the Eagles controlled the ball, but not as like egregiously as this, you know, 20 minutes versus 10 minutes stats that they're talking about on the Fox halftime show. Um, of course, the halftime show is mostly focused on one of the final plays of the half in which Pat Mahomes on a third and 15 Trying to get the uh, trying to get the Chiefs back into it was it still 14-14 at that time? I think the Eagles might have um, 
might have scored. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. Jalen Hurts had a couple big runs uh, uh, later on in that drive um, that after the defensive touchdown, and Eagles drew, drove down and got a touchdown, 21-14. Um, so they were down seven, and Mahomes hurts that ankle. Third and 15. He's past the line of scrimmage, but he's still pump faking. He's getting tackled just right on the ankle. He's grabbing it, limping it, grimacing. Just, oh. I thought the game was over right there. I told Kathleen, this game's over. How Pat Mahomes came back from this, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they did show before the end of the half, they showed some, some shots of him standing there, some shots of him smiling. Not sure how good of an actor he is. So you could kind of say, okay, he's not out of the game. But the Eagles, as I said, they, they responded to that defensive touchdown with their own touchdown drive. Jalen Hurts ran another one in and actually had a big fourth and six run on that drive. Then they also got a field goal after this Mahomes ankle injury. So they go into halftime 24-14. The Eagles are up by 10 at half. And it didn't feel like the Chiefs, you know, deserve, it felt like it deserved to be a tie game, but that ankle with the, with the ankle and with the late scoring by the Eagles, it just felt like this thing is going to get out of hand. Uh, Rihanna's playing, apparently announcing her pregnancy or something. I actually did not see the show uh, because we had Dungeness Crab and we were eating it downstairs. We could not eat it upstairs because of my wife's pregnancy, um, who could not stand the smell of Dungeness Crab at this time, which is totally okay. We ate it downstairs. It was delicious. In fact, I went outside and ate some more when I got home. Crab and Super Bowl. <laughs> That's what you do. Uh, so then we begin the second half. And really what I think is truly the Pat Mahomes legacy half. Did he play his best half of football ever? No, but it was essentially perfect. Uh, for what he was asked to do. So he's asked to do a little bit less, but it was essentially perfect. The first drive, the second half opening drive. I actually forgot it started this way. They got a couple runs. I think they actually got a couple first downs. There was a first and 10 where Mahomes scrambled right. And, you know, remember, we're all still worried about the ankle. We, we are unsure about the ankle. And he just threw one just in a position that, like I couldn't get a football 10 yards in the position with the guys tackling him around there. And with a, with a high ankle sprain that had just been re-aggravated, I could not have done that, but he gets it 10 yards and McKelsey catches it right off the turf. That was a big play. I think it was a good sign. Uh, and they eventually do score. Pacheco gets that touchdown, catches my ticket uh, and makes it 21, 24, Five and a half minute opening drive of the second half. Perfect. Um, things just got darker for Philadelphia from there. What, what a wild swing. At halftime, we're all thinking Kansas City Chiefs fans might as well start drinking. By the start of the fourth quarter, we're all thinking Philadelphia fans may as well start drinking. I mean, let's face it. They probably both were started drinking much earlier. I'm talking about sad drinking. Might as well start sad drinking. <laughs> um, the fourth quarter, the Chiefs really, they they really came, they came back so fast. I mean, we know that about the Chiefs. They're the best team when down. They were down 10 at half. They were up eight with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. 
This is like an 18 minute comeback. Like, I mean, it was very quick. Uh, so the Eagles, they scored that touchdown. Or I'm sorry. The chiefs, they scored that touchdown to start the half. Eagles get a field goal. Again, Jalen hurts playing well today. Chiefs get another touchdown drive. This was the Juju Smith Schuster drive that uh, put us into the fourth quarter. There ends with a wide open Kadarius Tony five yard touchdown in the in the right hand flat. The Eagles just two of them went with Travis Kelsey. Nobody covered Tony touchdown. Eagles are now up by one. Hurts at that point. Actually, didn't have any heroics. It was Willie Gay, linebacker, who kind of forced out Hurts. I think the Eagles went three and out. I think it was three and out. If they did, if they did get a first down, it was only one. They punted, and Kadarius Tony returns that punt to the five yard line. It's just like, oh, it's getting worse for the Eagles here. It was such a great punt return. I <laughs> I loved the elusiveness that he showed early. His speed getting lateral from the left side of the field to the right side of the field. And then he like downshifted to, you know, because he had all these blockers in front of him. And it was just really incredible to me. He got, Tony got like another 20 yards out of that return by not outrunning his blockers. He was not, he was going at like 70% speed there. I was impressed. Chiefs are at the five yard line. They get another touchdown, which is almost the mirror image of the earlier Kadarius Tony touchdown. It's third and goal. And wide open in the left-hand flat is Sky Moore. Chiefs go ahead 35-27, up by eight. They were down 10 at half, now they're up eight. Eagles fans, sad drinking time. Pretty crazy. I do want to shout out something. I want to, I want to uh, huge props. Shout out to Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore for catching those wide open passes in the flat for the touchdown. Jackie Smith wishes he had your life. It, it cannot just like, I don't know. Maybe no one else is talking about this, but it, I, it cannot be easy to have nobody around you and catch those super important passes thinking if I drop this, I'm a household name in Kansas city forever in a bad way. <laughs> I don't know. Shout out to them. And those were Andy Reid legacy plays, right? I mean, I can already see the NFL film slow motion of Tony catching it wide open, of Sky Moore catching it wide open. It's like, Andy Reid had befuddled the beleaguered minds of the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, he can already kind of, but hear the boom, 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 and a smile creeping over Andy Reid's mustachioed mouth. Um, so, Eagles fans are bummed. This is really going on for the Chiefs. I think they get the ball back with about six, seven minutes in the fourth quarter. Jalen Hurts hasn't exactly been Mr. Comeback because they've been up so much. But Jalen Hurts does orchestrate a great drive. Down eight to, to tie it 35-35. to 35. They need a touchdown and two-point conversion, and they get it. Uh, uh, Devonta Smith, deep bomb, was the big highlight of that drive. Wide open, some sort of blown coverage. It's a touchdown if Hertz doesn't push it too close to the sideline. Good job by Devonta Smith. Just focus on the catch. Catch it inbounds. Don't worry about getting the touchdown. He steps out at the two, the six, and successful, and final, six and final, successful quarterback sneak, the rugby two-cheek push. Gets the touchdown in. 
It's now 35-33. And it honestly felt like the Chiefs were just beaten. The Chiefs D-line was just beaten mentally by this point on that QB sneak. Because it was like a two-yard QB sneak to score that touchdown. They kind of just did, their hearts weren't even in trying to stop that um, at that point. The two-point conversion was the real important thing. Maybe their heart was in conserving energy for the two-point conversion. I don't know. They shotgun snapped to Jalen Hurts on the two-point conversion. Basically, the play, as far as I can tell, was everyone run to the pylon. (laughs) So Hurts is running towards the pylon. All of the Eagles offensive linemen are running towards the pylon. Miles Sanders is a lead blocker. You know, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton are there. Chiefs, they gave Hurts a thump. But he pounds it in. It was a hard hit, too. 35-35 with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Wow. At this point, I was thinking that if this Super Bowl ends with some sort of fantastic finish or iconic moment, this could be the best Super Bowl of all time. At this point, I allowed that to enter my mind. There are a lot of good Super Bowls. I mean, considering the full game entertainment, it was going to be my case. I was like, man, because it's been a good game this whole way through. But ultimately, I would not call this final Chiefs drive a fantastic or iconic finish, at least for a neutral viewer like me. It starts and ends kind of meh. It's good. It's good. But it's not. There's no helmet catch. There's no Philly special. There's no Joe Montana to John Taylor. And that's okay. Not everything has to be that way. The Chiefs, their job is to score points and win the game, right? Their job is not to put on a television show for us. And I know that. I mean, I kind of know that. I don't know. I kind of know that. (laughs) Um, But it still had a major NFL Films moment in it. I am absolutely sure of this. The alternating. So we're, we're driving. Mahomes is throwing to Juju, to Kelsey. Good Isaiah Pacheco runs. Cross midfield to the Eagles 43 the NFL films moment is Mahomes dropping back the ankle on our minds that <laughs> he has a pocket, but nothing is open. And he just starts running on that bad ankle. Remember it was the late second quarter when he <laughs> seemed to re-aggravate it up the middle of the field. All four defensive linemen for the Eagles are chasing him. It's terrifying. 26 yards into the red zone. That's going to be the John Elway copter of this moment. Cause this is the ankle postseason. As I said on my preview show, my, my individual preview show, this victory is Mahomes' ankle season. That's what this is right now. Then we get that red zone. We get the third and eight. It was um, James Bradbury, Eagles corner who held Juju Smith Schuster. I'm going to walk a line here. I don't think this should have been called. I think the Eagles, uh, kind of got robbed on this. Uh, Robbed is probably the wrong word, but I think that in the spirit of the play, James Bradbury did not stop a touchdown with an egregious hold. You know, the Fox broadcast makes it much worse because they make it look like he didn't hold at all because they paused the wrong place. Now we have had 165 episodes of Muckle Teal football. I've never agreed with a single thing. Mike Piera, Piera says, because I feel like he's just a shill for the league and for referee status quo. But he was trying to shout it over Greg Olson, over Kevin Burkhart. What I thought was a very un Mike Piera thing to do. The hold was earlier. The hold was on the top of the route. 
Not where they're showing the ha- Bradbury's hand on the back of his jersey. Like, yeah, there was some contact there too. And, and then maybe that could also technically be called the real hold was before. Now, even that all said, we got levels here. <laughs> we got blatant holding, which I don't think this was. Realistic holding call, which I do think this was, but probably shouldn't have been called in this moment. Egregious NFL is rigged type of call. It's the middle one. It's the middle porridge, people. I just don't think Bradbury affected that route that much. I don't think it was going to be a touchdown. Juju, you watch Juju Smith-Schuster's body language. The ball is overthrown. Juju wasn't really beating Bradbury. I don't know. It ends up giving them a first and goal. And they do a handoff to Jarek McKinnon who slides perfectly inbounds at the one yard line. Clearly a called play, clearly the goal. They said, if you get there, you slide and don't score. Props Jarek McKinnon because every boy, every boy in America right now, maybe even outside of America, dreams of scoring the game-winning Super Bowl touchdown. Think about how hard it must have been for Jarek McKinnon to slide there. Think about that. It'll probably be remembered in Kansas City for a similar, you know, similar sort of thing, like good job McKinnon, but it's not going to be on NFL films. You're not going to see that on the montage uh, for the, <laughs> for the uh, legacy moments of the NFL history. <laughs> you don't run that in your backyard when you're 14 years old, sliding perfectly at the one to preserve the clock, <laughs> you know, but... I just think Jarek McKinnon, for doing that, you deserve all the credit in the world. Ahmad Bradshaw could not do that in the 2007 Super Bowl. And had Tom Brady thrown, uh, uh, actually connected with Randy Moss late in that game in 2007 season Super Bowl, he would have been the GOAT forever. And we saw, we saw examples of non-slides in the regular season when the team just scored and then the other team came back. And you look back and you reflect and say, hey, if the running back had just kneeled at the one, they would have won the game and they ended up losing later. We saw that multiple times. Jets and Browns, you know, week two or three is is the most extreme example, but it has happened other times as well. So that's the game. But let's take let's take a quick break and then we're going to talk a little bit about MVP and legacy. So starting with the Eagles, who I really do think this was their shot with this particular team, this Jalen Hurts team. I don't know that Jalen Hurts is the type of quarterback that can do this outside of his rookie contract. Um, And I'm saying that in the moment, of course. I was impressed with him today. I mean, he was the second best player in the game today. Pat Mahomes was first. Jalen Hurts was second. And that, that's saying something, because uh, Mahomes was great. Some of the runs, some of the throws. I remember one of them, they spun out and rifled one to Pascal on like a third and eight. He made some you know, some of those throws to Goddard on the sideline. There was a play on the game-tying fourth quarter drive. I, I talked about the Devonta Smith bomb, but there was also a play where they dialed up an all-out blitz. 
And he read it and hit A.J. Brown for a first down. That's stuff that Hurts was not doing last year. Case in point, wild card game against the Bucks last year. Hurts, I don't think he'll be back to the Super Bowl. I think he's got a good career ahead of him, but I'm calling that now. Um, MVP went to Pat Mahomes. Uh, as is tradition, I kind of say, who else could have won MVP? Uh, you know, Pacheco played his heart out. Kadarius Tony, maybe if he returns that kick, has both touchdowns that help take the lead. I don't, I don't know, just throwing it out there. Travis Kelsey, of course. Legacy game for him. Uh, 16th touchdown. He's now in sole 16th career playoff touchdown. Sole possession of fifth place on that list. He shared it with Gronk. It's now Jerry Rice, Emmett Smith, Thurman Thomas, Franco Harris, Travis Kelsey. That's the top five playoff career leaders. That's insane. You know how they say the number one bestseller is is always uh, second only to the Bible. <laughs> I think Keith Richards said that because the Bible is always the bestseller. I guess the number one bestseller is never truly is always number two. If you're number two to Jerry Rice, then then you we might as well just call you number one. Uh, and Kelsey is. He has the leading receiving yards. In playoff career history, second only to Jerry Rice. That's pretty incredible. Um, the offensive line. The Chiefs offensive line. Football X and O's wise, um, they, they're the reason that they won. And I'm just stealing that from Pat Mahomes, who literally said today, quote, they are the reason we won this game. <laughs> uh, and they are. We can talk about Mahomes and the ankle and all that stuff and how he gutted through it. He didn't have to test it play after play after play. He was kept pristine today, especially going in with all this hype around the Eagles pass rush. They had the most sacks. Kirk called it. It was, it was inflated by game scripts. Uh, Hassan Reddick may, not, may as well not even play in this game. Um, we did not hear from the Eagles defensive line, four guys with 11 sacks this season. And we didn't hear from them. I'm sorry, Fletcher Cox. You're one of my favorite players, but very, very quiet. And that allowed the Mahomes amazing performance on the ankle, the ankle year. You know, this is that, this is the MVP, you know, season and Super Bowl becomes the first MVP to win the Super Bowl since 1999. Kurt Warner, greatest show on turf. And this is, the, this is the one you'd make the movie about. Even if Mahomes wins Super Bowls later, this is the one where, you know, he was knocked out by Brady and the Bucks in 2020. He experienced a crushing collapse against the Bengals in the AFC title game last year. What he quoted as him choking. And he pressed, and he did. And then the ankle, the injury, what he played through is incredible. This is Pat Mahomes' day. It, this star may never be brighter than this. Yes, it's 182 yards, three touchdowns. Two of them are wide open and what I assume will be a legendary 26-yard run. But it's, it's, the, it's the accumulation of it. The star may never be brighter. This man is a superstar. It is awesome to watch Pat Mahomes play football. We should be thankful for this. 
This is the career we wish Dan Marino was having in the 80s when he lit the world on fire, space alien passing yards, changed the NFL forever. The NFL said, we want more of that. This is what we wish Marino would have had. This is it's just incredible. And for Andy Reid, wow. Congrats to them. Chiefs are there. If you would like to know if this constitutes a dynasty, I'm not going to get into all that because I already got into all of it in my episode last Sunday. So if you want, you can go check that out um, about what a, what a second Super Bowl win would, would mean. Now you can say, what does it mean? So, all right. Plan for the offseason. Going to take a break. Work on the Stranger Still podcast. I will be back after free agency and then after the draft. Uh, we will also have some barn series episodes. My brother and my dad, we always do those. The schedule for that is, is, you know, up in the air as it always is, but we're planning to do, um, 49ers, Cowboys, 1981 NFC championship for sure. And if you want to hear what the barn series is and, and that piques your interest in the feed, you can go see our other two that we did last year, the 58 title game between the Colts and the Giants and the 68 ice bowl between the Packers and the Cowboys. Oh, we also have a Christmas Eve episode uh, about the Immaculate Reception uh, between the Steelers and the Raiders. Anyway, Super Bowl 57 is in the books. NFL history is written in stone, and we will move on from here. My name is Miles. Thank you all for a great season. Thank you for people listening. Um, I'll be back. Bye. Thank you.